believe we are. This is the point where we have to find an intro for the podcast. Yeah, well, we we do definitely. I think we need to brainstorm at some point an intro for the podcast. Although, like switching it up every week is quite fun. I think I think we should ask the public how we, they would like us to start the podcast because I think there's a good majority of people in the world that love to hear my singing. So yeah, all right, that's a good idea. So this is the intro to this podcast, and <laughs> the intro is. Tell us how you want us to start the podcast. If you've got suggestions or ideas, chuck them in the Discord over on the Pickle Jar Discord link in the description below. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you'd like to hear me singing, tell me what you would like me to sing. So if you want uh, full-on Pavarotti, let me know. Or if you want crucifying death metal, I'm also good with that. Yeah, voting for not n- no singing is also an option. Um, just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> and on that absolutely amazing bombshell, welcome to Wargamers Anonymous. My name is Josh, or Captain Pickle, and I am joined, as always, by my superstar co-host, Elston from Elstonation. This is your one-stop shop for all your wargaming needs, plus extra nonsense and talking about food and everything else that we sort of deviate from along the way. Elston, how are you today? I'm very well. I, I love the fact that you inflate my ego every time we start this by saying I'm a superstar. It's uh, My ego does need to get bigger. I, I've found this as a clinical thing that I need to do in my life, and I need to make my ego more monstrous. Just to, to be fair, I just need to make you bigger. <laughs> this is very true. Very, very true. Yeah. Uh, but yes, welcome to the podcast. If you are enjoying what we are doing, make sure to leave us a like, leave us a review, and uh, make sure to check us out. We are available on all the normal podcasting uh, platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we are also on YouTube now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you subscribe and like and follow and all that good stuff and share us with your nerd friends if you think that they would enjoy what we're doing. So, Elston, it's been a couple of weeks. Mm. We've been having some adventures. Mm. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the podcast. But for now, what have you been working on? I I finished my building project. I finished assembling every kit I own. And then my May the 4th pre-order showed up. So then I had <laughs> not finished everything building everything i owned so i'm now working through building the last part of everything i own but i had finished everything i built but now i've got more because i'm a nerd hoarder so 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 have you have you now built everything is everything built now i i i i was working on my uh, star wars legion stuff today so yeah if, if sorry if I should put some context. That made the fourth thing is a Star Wars Legion bundle. Most of the shops put out a, a Legion pre-order thing, and you could order, and it was a pretty decent discount to be it honest. Was, is a like I've already got all the droids I need, and I was tempted to get mm, it. Right, right, and and it was um. There's a fly in here as well by everyone as well. So if it gets picked up on the mic, I am so sorry. This fly is really really annoying. Anyway. The uh, the deal is so it, it saved you like a hundred and fifty quid or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like it was ended up being about about half price ish, yeah. May, maybe more depending on which bundle you were getting. Exactly right. Um, so I went with the droid bundle. Um, I've got a, quite a lot of clone stuff already. Um, I got quite a lot of droid stuff already, but I thought, oh no, I'll, I'll kind of boost the droids up a bit. Um, kind of regretting it. Kind of wish I went with clones because clones are a lot easier to put together than droids. Um, wow. 
Yeah. So I am now working through this morning. I've built um, the stealth super droids. What are they called? I don't know. Something. They're the ones with big ass knives. So I built a load of those this morning. They've got knives, they've the, got shields. Are they the magna droids? Uh, no, those are. They're those the other are, ones. Those are the ones with like the staffs and the purple things. These You're are, on about the commando droids, aren't you? That's it. The VX series droid commandos is the one. Yeah. So they have like shields and big knives and they're kind of like ninjas, basically. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I was building those this morning. I built a super tactical droid. I built some of the operatives where you get that weird ass droid. Now I'm building the B1 battle droids expansion. And then I'm onto the core box again. So I'll be building that again and then i will be done building everything i own <laughs> and then i can actually get onto painting because i haven't painted anything in about three to four months yeah well so, you've been busy building and then mm -hmm. so now you've built everything now you've got to paint everything mm -hmm. see i'm i'm super looking forward to that because i can paint like a fiend so well, that's it i uh, i i'm i'm quite excited about this but i i really really like no one's ever done it <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty certain someone somewhere will have, but oh, yeah. like realistically, like people that have the amount of stuff that we have, mm -hmm. they never get to the bottom of the pile of shame because there's always something new coming in. And it's just one of them things that you just work on bits and pieces. But like the fact that you've now built everything mm. and now mm. you are just, you don't have to waste any time building stuff. You can just crack on and paint stuff. Yeah, right. I, 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 I want by the end of this year, you to be able to say, I don't have a pile of shame. I, it's not going to happen by the end of this year. I've got, uh, I know last year I painted like a madman and I got like 1,200 done. And I've got far more than 1,200 models easily. So it's not going yeah, to. Uh, yeah, but a lot of them, like the like the Star Wars droids, for example, like they're pretty much just mm. a wash and mm. a dry brush. I, I, this is true. Uh, yeah, I can, I can definitely put my batch painting skills to, uh, to dis like to effect. Um, there, I mean, I've got a lot of character models like Primarchs and stuff like that as well. So that's going to... It'll like even this, itself out. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to happen by the end of this year, but um, I I want to be able to say something like, I'm halfway through, or something like that would be nice, or a third. Do you, do you know off the top of your head how many models you have? Because I right, so this is not including your Horus Heresy stuff as well. Because I know that that's being like put to one side yeah, yeah, for yeah. when the new stuff comes out. So this is just everything else. Every, Do every, you know how many models you have? Because uh, I'm assuming that because it's you, you will have counted. Um, no, no. It, um, I kind of, I kind of did a rough count once I had them all out on display. Um, mm -hmm. However, uh, what I kind of didn't tell people was the picture that I was sharing out on the internet saying I've built everything. Um, that wasn't everything because I couldn't fit everything on display. I, I had to no. curb about a third of it somewhere else. So I think, and well, also as well, that's everything that I've had to build. So those are all the kits I've built this year. There are still a bucket load of other stuff, which I not, built this year and a bucket load of other things I need to paint. So I would say, I want to say double what you saw in the picture is probably what I've got left to do. So yeah, I we think need, we need a, we need a number else. I, need a number. I, right. Okay. I, I'm going to put a rough estimate. It was somewhere between 
somewhere between a thousand and two thousand minis. That's so. So, but you, yeah, but you painted like twelve hundred last year. I know, I know, but that was that was a. I, I started off painting. We'll, we'll see. I, I suppose I'll, we are like nearly halfway through the I, year. Yeah, like time is moving far <laughs> too fast for me to catch up with what I did last year. But I'm going to have a damn good go at it after this. Um, and cool. I've got some cool projects, and I'm starting to do YouTube videos again a lot more now. So and that takes up time. Yeah. yeah uh, so you that. you know, I, I said. I'd like to make a hack into it, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to be a bit realistic about. Yeah, th- this yeah, fair enough. Happen. How about yourself, good old pickle? What you been up to? Uh, I have uh, I've actually done quite a bit of painting over this last mm-hmm. uh, couple of weeks. Although, like, I did it all in one go. Um, oh, okay. So, but I finished off a few models that have been sort of sat around waiting for like little bits finishing on them or just basing finishing on them. So mm-hmm. there was. Uh, you know the special Necron Lord that came out? I think it was must have been for a store anniversary or mm-hmm. yeah, something that the, like the that. The one, the one? No, 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 not that one. I painted him ages oh. ago. This is the because that's a cryptic. Yeah, um, okay. The it's the Necron Lord who is is like looking into his shoulder and holding the orb up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd got him. Uh, I think I picked him up from Murfield. He was in uh, someone had traded him in. So I got him a while back. I painted him uh, at a meetup that I went to. A few weeks ago, and he literally just needed the basing doing on him. So I, I did that. Uh, I finished the basing off on some dinosaurs from the Drowned Earth that I'd done a while yeah. ago on streams, and they've just been sat waiting for basing. Uh, and then a dog that I painted from the uh, Steamforge Games Animal mm-hmm. Adventures. Yeah, uh, I did the base for that as well, just because it, it literally just needed some basing and, and the and the rim tidying up. So I did all those and got those all out of the way. So that's more models sort of done and out of the way Um, but the main painting that i've done over the last couple of weeks i did last weekend Mm. um, and i painted my silent king model um he's been sat for a few quite a few months i think i bought him it might have been last year actually now um and he's been sat on top of my like on the top of the drawers in 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 my studio room uh, with a load of other Necron stuff, and I kept putting it off and putting it off. The plan was to do a video on him and use him in a video, whether that would be just a straight painting video or whether it would be to use him as an example for a, a technique or something. I thought it's such a nice model, it'd be a shame to not do. All right. But I couldn't think of a reason to <laughs> paint him in a video that wasn't just, here's me painting this. Yeah, right. So, like, and I don't like just doing, here's me painting this, like because, you know, Speaking from a content creation point of view, you need to have like a reason why people want to watch, even if they're not painting that model. Because it, otherwise, it's just only appealing to people that are going to be painting that model. I, I had I had an idea of how you could have done it, but hindsight is a wonderful thing. Of you could have just gone clearing off your OCD is wonderful, but at the same time we get distracted and we it basically trying to catalog the war gamer's brain. You know, because we love finishing off the OCD thing, which you've done. Mm-hmm. But while you were doing it, you're like, oh, oh, this is really tasty. I'm going to paint this as well. It instantly yep. kind of diverts you off of any other finishing jobs to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to paint this awesome thing. Well, that's uh, it. Like, my, pl- my plan was to get my work in progress shelf cleared. Um, mm-hmm. I did a video on that a few months ago. Yeah. Um, just to, like, clear stuff off and get all these half-finished projects out of the way. Um, yep. I've still got some on the shelf, but to be fair, most of the stuff that is on my uh, work in progress shelf now is stuff that's just built and primed or just built 
it's not stuff that I've started painting. Um, some of it is, but like most of it isn't. But it was just sat there, and I was supposed to be having a game of 40k today. Um, that's ended up being cancelled because something came up. Um, mm. But I was supposed to be playing 40k today, and I, last weekend I just sort of went, do you know what? I want to. I've not played for ages. Let's get a new model out and, and painted and done. Um, so I, I sat last weekend and I started painting him and just had an absolute blast. And mm-hmm. I wasn't intending on finishing last weekend. I was just intending on starting it and then painting it over the week and hopefully having it finished for today. Um, I started it Saturday and then I finished it on like Sunday. I was like, oh, it's nearly done. <laughs> <laughs> well, might as well finish it then. Uh, so I finished yeah. it off. And uh, I'm really happy with him. I used <coughs> I used the airbrush quite a lot for him. Um, okay, cool. Yep. Because it's such a big model. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is. just to make sure that I got like smooth layers and stuff. I used the airbrush quite a lot. I used um, some of the, um, go on, uh, Pro Acryl Metallics. Yeah. Um, yeah. How does they work out? The, oh, mate, they are gorgeous. <laughs> the airbrush. Okay. I used a lot of them. I used uh, the Turbo Dork stuff uh, mm-hmm. for some of the parts on him. So like the Catan Shard that's trapped at the top. I did that the same color as my Void Dragon, which I used Turbo Dork on. Nice. Uh, I did the 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 dais and the steps that he, the, the Silent King stood on. Yep. Those in in one, and then his cloak. His cloak, by the way, I absolutely love that color. <laughs> it's it's. I think it's the blue raspberry Turbo Dork. Yeah. If you've not seen it, go and look at my picture on Instagram or on the Discord or whatever. I abs- th- that picture doesn't do it justice because it's got a shimmer. It sort of like goes right. between blue and purple. Oh. It is absolutely gorgeous. Is it um, on the kind of almost color shift kind of level. Well, of yeah, that's the yeah the turbo dot stuff is all color shifts. Well, not oh. all of it, but a lot of it is color shift stuff or all turbo right. shift they call it. Nice. Um, but it yeah, it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it, it, and it and it really stands out because the rest of the model is all like there's obviously all the green for the, the energy stuff, and then the rest of it is all like brassy silver, like all that sort of colors. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, like the turquoise on the like obelisk things that he's got. And then the blue on his cloak and it all just really pops really no. nicely. I'm really, really no. happy with it. Nice. I mean, the, that blue sounds a bit like the Darth blue I got from green stuff world. And yeah, it's like a blue and then it fades into like a ready purple. And yeah, oh, yeah. It, it is. If, if anyone's never seen it up in person, it is such a gorgeous paint color. It's yeah. blue, blue and red because it's not even like it's just purple. It's blue and ready purple, and it just ah, oh, it it ooh yeah. <laughs> I'm getting aroused yeah, by a paint. Ab- abs- <laughs> absolutely, I, I I love it. I think it looks fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's all finished now, and it's done. Um, I have almost run out of space on my Necron shelf in my cabinet. Um, so I'm I'm currently looking at new uh, display solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one of the glass cabinets from Ikea. Right. Um, yeah, the Detolf. So yeah, yeah, I've got one of those, which mm. I'm planning on getting some an extra set of shelves for so that it can hold twice as much stuff. Nice. Because um, I don't need that much height for, no, for models. No. Um so the plan is to get another one of those cabinets um, with another set of extra shelves, and I will basically then I will double the amount of stuff that I can display. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the plan, and then one of the cases will pretty much just be full of Necrons. Um, nice, nice. So that that gives you an indication. But I'm basically stuck now. I can't. There's like only a few things. Like I can paint another five Immortals because mm. I can fit another five 
Ghost Immortals in so that I've got a full unit of 10. Uh, and I can paint maybe some more uh, flayed ones. Um, but but then I need to wait to paint any more Necrons until I've like sorted out storage because I just can't put them anywhere. The, um, the wonderful world that I know you're living with because I live with just the same problem with like... Yeah. Where do I put this? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That's super um, cool. I'm, I'm really glad you got to paint because I know you've been like looking forward to the Silent King for a long time. So it's cool that and it's also uh, uh, sorry to everyone that uh, stays eagerly tuned for Pickles videos. It's kind of cool to see you not do it on a video because well, yeah, that's I, kind of the other thing as well is I'm. <laughs> So this is like a real peek behind the curtain. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming that it's it, this is the same for all people that do painting for videos and stuff. But when you're painting something for a video, and this is going to sound really, really counterintuitive, <laughs> but generally you don't enjoy the painting as much because yep. you're too busy thinking about, is it in shot? Is it in focus? Have I moved the camera enough? Have mm. I got enough footage of this part? Have I got any footage of this part? Like, do I need to get this? Does this angle look good? You're thinking about all that sort of stuff. You're thinking about the content side. Mm-hmm. Whereas I wanted to enjoy painting this because it's a one-off model. I'm never going to paint another one, or at least not for my army. I mean, it, it might come in as a commission at some point. I don't know, but it's I'm likely not going to paint another one. Do, like, do you, do you think that, that just after hearing you say that, do you think, you know, you've seen all those videos out there about, painting for fun and they still show you the painting process do you think they actually painted for fun in that video no because it's for a video i don't <laughs> right i don't right so that what i'm not saying that you that we don't enjoy doing what we do because obviously yeah, sure, we do sure. otherwise we wouldn't do it exactly but like there is definitely a different mindset that you are in when <laughs> you're painting something it's the same for streaming as well if you're painting something on a stream like you're checking chat, you're checking, you know, that makes sure stuff's in shot and in like, you can't just shut off and just paint because what, how I am when I'm just sat painting just by myself for myself is completely different to how I am when I'm on stream and on, on camera for, for videos. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you have to be, you have to be thinking about that other side because otherwise the end result won't look as nice. Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to enjoy painting it, which is another reason why I ended up deciding not to do a video on it. Yeah, that's, um, that's fair enough. And yeah, apologies to everyone out there. You don't get to see the video on it, but I can tell you... You do get to see a nice picture though. Yeah, exactly. And I can tell you that Pickle definitely enjoyed himself because I get that problem all the time. I'm like, I'm really enjoying painting. And then you realize you have either not pressed stop on the record button or you have not pressed the record button to yeah. start. So that and that's why you don't see videos on every single thing we do. Um, no, that's it. Like it is, it is important. It was just a nice weekend, just doing something just for myself and not, you know, not for content. I mean, obviously, it was for content because I still put photos out on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. But I, but that's just it, what we do to show off. Yeah, that's it. That's just <laughs> it. I, I, it is content, but it's not like the main content. It's yeah, just exactly that. Extra stuff. So, That's a, so we've spent a long time talking about, um, what, we've talking been about what we've been working on, yep. and then realistically, like I've I've only worked on one thing, <laughs> and and you've just you've just built some stuff. We've spent a long time talking about it, but 
Mm-hmm. We, you know, like we've said before, this is our like we we speak to each other outside the podcast, but it's always nice to have a catch up and yeah. I, I have a feeling as well. This episode might run into a bit of a longer one because we're at twenty minutes already, and there we've we've had an interesting couple of weeks. Um, we have and- we have had an interesting couple of weeks. So. It- yeah, let's on that on. note then, let's move on to the main topic. Yay! Now, so, do you want to do this in chronological order, or do you want me to go for Basically, because if we go in chronological well, order, you go first. I think we'll probably just end up going back and forth, okay. maybe a bit. Like, All right. I'll, I'll start us off. So All right, you the, go. The topic, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the, so the topic was going to be the Horace Heresy event. That mm-hmm. was going to be it. Elston yep. went to the Horace Heresy event, went with some friends. Um, ben from Benji's Hobbies ended up going with Elston because he had a spare ticket. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Ben. Um, <laughs> but so that was going to be the main topic. Now, as you'll find out a bit later on, there maybe isn't as much to talk about <laughs> as we'd thought there might be. So mm-hmm. we've decided because I also had an adventure that week. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the the main topic is going to be the Horace Heresy week yes um so it's on the wednesday so the horace heresy event was on the saturday the 7th um i believe yes. was it seventh yeah. saturday the seventh yeah fifth yeah seventh yeah, <laughs> um on wednesday the fourth um i went to nottingham with luke me and luke went it was uh work in quotation marks <laughs> Um, oh, the best job in the world. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Uh, so we went to Nottingham for the day, and we went and met up with a bunch of our favourite uh, content creators from all over the place that we've not had chance to meet in person, like either at all or recently. Uh, and we basically just hung out with them for the day. Um, so we met up with uh, Vinci V. Uh, Ninjan, uh, Scott the Miniac. Uh, we met up with Guy from Midwinter Minis. We met up with uh, Louise from Warhammer TV, uh, Savage Orc Guy on Instagram. Uh, we met up with Hattie, uh, who is now working with Guy or for Guy as, as his uh, editor and, and cameraman. And we just had the best time. We we hung out. We went out for wings and cocktails. We uh, went and recorded an episode of Trapped Under Plastic um it was just it was insane and that's what i got to do on the wednesday i got to meet all these people and chat with them and t- you know talk talk shop talk about golden demon talked about miniature painting talk you know, got advice got feedback it was it was it was amazing um that's basically what i got to do on wednesday um how how what how did you become starstruck at all by meeting all these people <laughs> Uh, I did a little bit, um, like when they first like walked over, I was sort of like, oh my God. Oh my God, 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 oh my God. Yeah, basically. I did try and play it cool, but a couple of times throughout the night, I did just say, this is surreal, this is mental. I can't believe that I'm sat. My favourite story, and I've told this a few times, but I've obviously not said it on the podcast yet, but my favourite thing is that I can now say that I've stood in a dirty kebab shop at one o'clock in the morning with Vinci V, Scott, Ninjon, and talked about Golden Demon. <laughs> I, I don't care what stories you guys have all got from like different conventions and stuff. That is my cool story. I, th- I think I'm I, I'm kind of jealous because 
you got to st- you got to have a kebab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And I'm like kebab. And- it, the, the funniest part was uh, going and ordering a kebab with uh, people from America, and then being confused when they were handed a, a kebab because it wasn't <laughs> what they were expecting. What were they expecting? Yeah, okay. they were they're expecting like a like a shish kebab. Oh, like on a stick, like, on, like on, a, on a skewer. Yeah, and then they get given a pile of meat. Yeah, it, it's, it's just a pile of meat and some bread, <laughs> maybe a little bit of salad, but definitely some garlic mayo. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's incredible. So you've basically had a celeb-filled week. Um, I have, and the and the best part is that since then, um, I mean, I'd already been speaking to most of them beforehand. Anyway, like I'd already spoke to Guy a few times. Me and and John like chat regular, um, but like I'd not spoken to Scott before, um, and 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 uh, Hattie and and uh, Louise and all these other people. I'd not spoken to any of them before, um, and since then, like we, we now just chat. So it's like, it. You've made new like, friends. I, I, I don't want to say that we are friends. I mean, <laughs> oh, friends. I guess we are, but friends. like, it's not like oh, you know, friends. it's not like. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. It's not like you know, best friends gonna go to pub and whatever. Like, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, you know, we're, we talk, and but, it's that's nice. Yeah. I'm, I, I am. It's how it all starts at the end of the day. It's kind of how I got to know you. It's how I got to know Spud, War Gamers, everyone. It's just, it's a starting point. So at some point in the future, it could be all best friends. I'm I'm not joking. If anyone thinks I'm taking a piss, I'm not. It it was nice though. I mean, and and like, I mean, I don't don't know if any of them will listen to this, but (laughs) I do want to say like, they were all so nice. And like, realistically... I know that I was only there because I was with Luke. Um, and Don't worry. We went. Like I'm not. I'm not kidding myself that I think that I am in with you know the big guys <laughs> or that I'm on par with the big guys. Are, are, I know are you I'm not. in the big but, guys? No. Um, <laughs> but they they all they all trepped me just like one of them. It was just really nice. There was no like, oh well, you know, you go sit on the small subscriber table. <laughs> yeah. Anything like you that. sit on the like, small stall. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was just. It was just a bunch of guys and girls um, just having a laugh, having some drinks and some food and just talking about a hobby that we all enjoy. And it was just really, really nice. And, and it was it was an amazing experience. See, see, now, a couple of things. I, I'm jealous because you got to have cocktails and wings. I'm yep. jealous because you got to have a kebab. And I'm yep. jealous because you got to meet Scott and Guy. Um, the reason why I've not mentioned more names, I'll see uh, some of the other people. Uh, it'd be really nice to meet Hattie as well. Um, Hattie is really, really cool. Um, I've been chatting to her a little bit on Instagram. She's really cool. Um, and just general. To be fair, they were all just really nice people. Mm, um, yeah. yeah. So I think that leads into my adventure for the week. Um, yes. So, so likewise. I had a an interesting one, so I got a little bit of a story going behind mine as well. Um, similar similar kind of thing. We basically the Americans, uh, well, content creators across the world were actually flown for the Horus Heresy uh, Open Day, and uh, they've been doing some work with Games Workshop, and so loads of different ones have been flown in, and I ended up being I had a spare ticket, so I put up in our group chat with content creators. We talk to on a regular basis um pickle actually got there first yeah. however um i think 
am I, am I correct me if I'm wrong in thinking this pickle? You already knew that you were going out on the Wednesday and possibly meeting a lot of people. Um, and I think be- I'd already, I think I'd already been out on the Wednesday. Oh, okay. I think, was it was it later in the week? I thought it was at the beginning of the week. Oh, it, oh, it might have been Wednesday. Oh no, um, it wasn't on Wednesday. I th- I thought it was. I can't remember when it was. It was either before we went out or after we went. Out. It, it 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 was at some point around that time. Mm. But you um, you you knew you were heading to Nottingham that Wednesday anyway. Yeah. Even if it was before, so um, Ben was like split seconds after you. I mean, it, yeah. You could have counted it on one hand the amount of seconds. And Ben, uh, bless him, he, he was like, "Oh God, damn it!" Um, yeah. So you were very very kind and basically gave it to Ben. To, yeah. Uh, well, that's it. I thought. I'm going to go and see all these people Wednesday, and realistically, that's the only reason that I'd be bothered about going, because <laughs> Horace Heresy, I'm not likely to get... I mean, I might paint some models, but I'm no. not likely to get into it as a gaming system, because it's another system that I'll earn that I'll not play as often as I want to, so yeah. I thought it made more sense for Ben to get to go and, and do stuff, so yes, I graciously uh, stepped aside. So, um, I went up with my friends. Um, when I got there my brain kind of almost went into um, rabbit in the headlights mode. So Ben showed up and I was like, crap, it's Ben. I've never met Ben in person before. So I was like, hey, dude, completely forgot to introduce him to my friends. So they introduced themselves and they said I was rude. And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) So then me and Ben, uh, me, Ben and my friends, we went we had breakfast in Bugman's. So here's, here's an interesting point of the event. And... We'll see how much influence we have on the uh, the greater wider world these days. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this anyway. Uh, so we Bugman's opened early. Bugman's opened at 9, uh, but the event didn't open till 10. So a good majority of people were going into Bugman's to get some food, like a second breakfast, a coffee, or something like that. Uh, to the point there was a queue coming outside to get into Bugman's as well, as a queue to get into the event. So two queues outside Warhammer World. It was a new experience. Anyway, we got in. Uh, so we've been chatting to Ben the whole time. We got our food, we sat down, everything like that. Uh, it rolls past 10 o'clock. Um, the event opens, everyone goes in. And if anyone doesn't know Warhammer World, uh, Bugman's Bar is attached to the main hall where the event was. And what happened is people just walked from Bugman's into the event. And there was no one. And I, again, this is where we're going to get in trouble. No one was checking tickets. So anyone could have gone to Bugman's that morning and got into that event for free. Anyway. You say you're going to get in trouble. Like, you guys had tickets. Uh, yeah, like we had like, tickets. It's not like you guys snuck in. No. It's not like anyone can go and do it now because it's in the past. Yeah, exactly. So whether or not that gets corrected in the future. But it was like, for a good five minutes after the event started, me and Ben were walking around going, Dude, should, should we go find someone about our tickets like what what should we do so this only increased my uh rabbit in the headlights kind of anxiety moment um it was kind of surreal hanging around with ben ben is one of the nicest people on the planet and uh they uh, we got to, we, the event started um loads of people handing in their models i brought in my orange horrors to put in display and i i was completely completely frozen in this rabbit in the headlights moment because there were so many people in that one hall that I was 
honestly, after COVID and everything, I, I was freaking out a little bit. I was like, there are a lot of people very packed in into one hall, like 450 so, people in one so hall. I, when you first mentioned about this, is this the first like big event type thing that you've been to since COVID sort of not, has sort of calmed down a bit? Not really. Um, I've been to something else. Uh, <laughs> I've been to a couple of things, but the... What what I was kind of curious about was, and what I was kind of freaking out about was, I was looking around for things to do, and I was like, okay, what's the plan? So one, I was freaking out about tickets because I was having a weird moment, and then I was like, okay, like to put your model in the display thing for the competition, you had to queue. Uh, if you wanted to look at the new models that have been released, you had to queue. Um, if you wanted to go see some of the content creators, you had to queue. If you wanted to buy anything from the shops, you had to queue. And I was just looking around everywhere I went. I just saw queues. Uh, ah, it, it it's was, like the old St. Towers experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I was freaking out. And I was just like, I don't, I don't want to stand in a queue. I don't, and I was holding my model. I was like, I really don't, I actually don't want to put this in. I knew it wasn't going to win because it was a joke. Um, but. Ben was like, and also as well, uh, the arm had fallen off my model and I hadn't brought super glue to attach it back together. And Ben was like, he's like, should I, should I go ask someone for super glue? And I'm sitting there still looking around like a fucking rabbit in a headlights. Uh, and he was really cool. He went up to someone, found glue for me, or stuck it back together. Uh, Electric Eve pointed me towards the queue for handing my thing. Thanks, Electric Eve. I already knew what it was, but, um, as in, <laughs> I was, wow! I, 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 no, she would no. I, I say thanks that, I, for nothing. I say that like it's a psychiatrist. Like, um, I knew where it was. I didn't want to go there. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't. So, did you hand it in or not? I did hand it in. I just oh, right. meandered up to the queue after everyone, all of my friends had done all theirs. They were already walking around. And I was like, oh, I'll sod it. Was this uh, the orange one? Yeah, this it? is the orange yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as I said, it was a joke. I wasn't going to win anyway. <laughs> um, but how funny would it have been if you did? Oh, <laughs> so good. Uh, the problem is the cabinets were a bit too far away, so it couldn't even. People can really even go up to it closer to and find it funny. But anyway, so I did that. Um, um, a cool thing on my side of the story is I got to meet some YouTubers, which you didn't get to meet, which uh, justifies my little bit because I feel like you you got to meet some of the most amazing people in the world, but then I got to meet some of the amazing people. There's one person I didn't get to meet because of a story. I'm not going to bring that story up on this one, but anyone that knows the internet in Hobbyland may know about it. Anyway. Uh, Lockie from Zorbasorb walked into Bugman's while me and Ben were there. I was like, oh, it's Lockie. Um, so we came running up and like, Lockie is one of the nice, again, one of the nicest people on the planet. He's just like, come here, dude, give me a hug. And I was like, oh, I'm in with the celebrities. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very much the same as you. And Lockie is one of the nicest guys. And, um, Lockie was carrying around this giant backpack with all his camera gear on it. He's like, it looked like he was hiking the entire day. Um, and we, me and Ben were in the hall. We were like, we didn't want to queue. We didn't want to queue for the painting. We didn't want to queue for the game. We were like, look around going, oh, and Lockie look, looked exhausted. And I was like, dude, should we go in the museum? Cause there wasn't anyone going in. I was like, dude, just, let's get out of here. Let's go in the museum and hopefully it'll calm down. And I was like, Lockie, do you want to come with us? He's like, yeah. Um, and then Ollie from Broughton Wargamer and Kira Elvenblood also came along and I was like, 
oh, this is cool. So I got to meet Ollie and Kira. That was amazing. I love uh, Ollie and Kira. So yeah. I have met Ollie and Kira before. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, I met them in Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, not too long ago. Was that it this was, year? No, it was before Christmas. Oh, I okay. Uh, yeah, it was last year at some point. They were there for uh, some a painting thing, um, and we went up for a few hours and just met them and chatted with so them. They were really, really nice. Yeah, I, it, it was. If anyone sees the picture and the height difference between me and Ollie, it is that so, picture is amazing. Substantial, right? It's like. Have you what? posted that on Instagram or anything? Uh, no, I, I think it's. Be, I think it's Ben. I think it's Ben's photo. Um, yeah, it's of to, you. I've, I'll have to. Yeah, it's of me. I'll have to ask Ben about it. But um, yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, it it was such a nice experience because Lockie was cool, Ollie was cool, Ben was cool, Kira was cool, and uh, it was like hanging around with friends I'd known for a very long time. And well, to be fair, most of these people are people that we've spoke to. Yeah, right. Like, a lot online, and it's just meeting for the first time in person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like to Ben is such a gentleman. Uh, to be fair, I was hanging around with him the whole day, um, and he's just one of the nicest people in the world. So thanks, Ben. Um, I'm hoping because Ben lo- apparently I'm being told by Ben in person that he loves the podcast. So um, also, I keep on saying Ben. I haven't mentioned Ben is from Benji's Hobbies. Um, ben from Benji's Hobbies. To put that all into context, because I don't think I actually did anyway uh hopefully we're gonna have ben on the podcast i'm gonna see if he's available for the next one so fingers crossed uh i we haven't set it in stone but i'm gonna try and get him on because he also he suggested popcorn for snack attack and i'm well up for eating popcorn um but yeah the to talk about the Horace Heresy event a little bit because basically we just talked for about twenty minutes about fanboying about people online that we've met. Um, the Horace Heresy content and the event itself—it was a strange ordeal <laughs> because if anyone knows anything about the Heresy community, they are they are into Heresy. And they don't honestly give a rat's ass who else is into heresy. So bringing content creators along that they honestly don't give two shits about was an interesting experience. Because I've kind of felt a little bit sorry for a lot of the content creators. Because the heresy crowd were like, well, no, who the hell are they? They honestly don't know them. So it was a little bit of a weird mix. Not bad, like... There were still some cool content creators. I I was loving every second of it because I got to see heresy stuff and I got to meet content creators. If I'd just been there for heresy, I think it would have been a little bit lackluster because they showed off some painted the box kits, you know, that are coming out. They showed painted versions of those by content creators. Uh, mm-hmm. They showed off a new tank. Uh, which got leaked the day before. Um, and then that was kind of it. There was there was a couple of exclusive models. One of them was £215. So not exactly something you'd do on a whim. But yeah. 
so yeah, it, it's a bit. It was a bit weird uh, in that context. However, I completely understand what Games Workshop are doing because obviously the content that all these content creators come up with afterwards will be appealing to all the people probably not into heresy. And I'm assuming that's what Games Workshop strategy is, is to grab all these people that are not into heresy and bring them in, uh, which is going to yeah. cause an interesting shift in dynamic in the community because the heresy community are relatively insular and they're just going to have an influx of new people. Mm-hmm. Which so the, will be interesting. Oh, no, I, oh, that's pretty much... That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, you know, um, a bunch of the guys uh, painted up the different Primark models. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they just the, they're just the normal ones, aren't they, from Forge World? They're not releasing correct. those in plastic, are they? No, no. They're oh, okay. correct. Fair enough. So, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing nothing new there. Um, the uh, It's interesting. I actually got to meet uh, Ninjon and Vinci V as well. Um, and I spoke, I was, bless them, like, like, I don't know what they were like when you met them, Pickle, but they were exhausted when I got to speak to them. Um, so when I met them, uh, it was on the Wednesday, as they'd flown in the Wednesday morning, they'd slept for a few hours, and then they, they met us. Um, <laughs> Scott was stressed because he was uh, getting ready to organise the, the podcast being recorded. Uh, John was just tired. Yeah, John. John was just like, I need caffeine. <laughs> um, but after he'd had after we'd had coffee, like they were they were both fine. I think like the combination of probably still a bit of jet lag, um, and then like a full week of just activities. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you saw them on the Saturday, but the, I know that they'd. I think the Thursday they were. They weren't doing stuff with Games Workshop, but they will have still have been doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and then on the Friday, they were doing stuff with GW. Yeah. Obviously, and- Saturday was going to be a busy day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they they didn't go home until, like, I think it was Sunday night or the Monday morning. I think it, because um, they, I spoke to Lockheed a lot, and they said they were, st- they were doing stuff on Sunday as well with GW. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I did ask if they were getting paid for it, and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the answer. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they uh, Vince. I was talking to Vince. He kind of looked dead on his feet a bit, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Do you, do you paint anything?" He's like, "Yeah, I painted the Primark." I was like, oh, "Okay." He's like, "It's not here yet." I was like, eh? "Yeah, he's yeah." Like, he's like, yeah. "It's still in customs." Yeah, like, same with John's, weren't it? Because yeah. like what they were saying that on Wednesday, they were both stressed about it. They were saying they've not got them yet. Yeah. I was like, why did you not just bring them with you? Because you're here now. Mm, yeah. And apparently they'd offered to, but GW wanted them sending out before. Yeah, they sent so, them like three weeks early. Yeah. Um, and they still didn't arrive. So I, not their fault though. So yeah. No. Um, well, that's it. Yeah, they've they've done what they were told and Yes, did not work. Past that, yeah, not their problem. Um, so yeah, but as I said as well, I also got to meet Ninjon. That was cool. Uh, he's he's a funny. I've taught him the difference between uh, Southern and Northern people in England. Uh, yes, thanks for that. <laughs> did he talk to you about that? Yes, <laughs> which made me laugh because I think it was like you told me that that's what you'd said, and I think it was like the day after he mentioned it. Hilarious. He's like, oh. Are you northern and other people are posh twats? <laughs> yeah, that's savages. Ba- yeah, basically that's how I describe it. northerners are barbarians and savages, and people down south are posh twats. So yeah, yeah uh, I have educated the world. I have done my job. I can rest in peace. 
brilliant. So, uh, right, we, we've spoke a lot about, like, you know, meeting all these people, you've met all these people, it was an amazing experience, blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. What did you actually learn about Horace Harrison? I learned that there was a new rule set coming. And there were apparently cool. there worth were, it. <laughs> apparently there were there were like demo rules like on the thing, but they were like a couple of pages. But the book that's got all the new rules in it is three hundred pages. And I'm like, that's not the full rules. And I don't know how we're gonna be able to deal with like that's a that's a mild plaster over a thing which needs fixing so like i'm yeah. not going to use that as a reference point so i was yeah. like i know there's a box on its way we don't know when it's coming out we know there's a new plastic kit on the, the way new box is out in is it june or july yeah but we don't know a date oh no but yeah but it's, it's one of those months it's one of those months but me being a heresy fiend i'm like dates people tell me when it's coming on pre-dot tell, tell me tell me anyway um i know there's some new plastic kits coming there's a new tank and yeah cool so you don't know anything extra than what people would know if they just watched the stream saturday morning pretty much yeah all right cool yeah <laughs> however Fair enough. i did get to have uh um what do i have pancakes and bacon for second breakfast which ben bought for me thanks again ben ben's a true gentleman i can't sing ben's praises high high enough on this one so uh anyone if you if you if you don't know who ben from benji's hobby is go there'll there'll be a link somewhere go check him out yeah, we'll, we'll pop a link in the description and in the uh, in the show notes yeah ben ben was my saving grace and he, he basically we got to hang around for the day and we got to chat all kinds of stuff about life and everything like that. And it's one of those things that I do with internet friends that once I get to meet them in person, I get to actually talk to them about just life, which is, I, and that's when you truly find out about people and like what they're like and stuff like that. You, you don't talk about YouTube and stuff. You just like, Oh, this is going on. Oh, I, I get this happens and this happens. And I, it, it's hard to put it into words, but you know, that's when you find out about who people are. And that's what I really enjoy. Um, and yeah, yeah I've got to spend a day hanging out with Ben, Lockie and uh, Ollie and Kira. And it, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I got to hang out with my other friends as well. The real life friends that I usually hang out with. Um, but they, they were heresy. So they, to be honest with you, they just wanted to go to the pub. So they spent the majority of it in the pub. Uh, I think Fair that's enough. where we spent a good majority of our time was in Bugman's. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can think of worse ways to spend a day, to oh, be honest. I, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a bit of a kicker because you could have come along, Pickle. Well, because Yeah, well, hindsight's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's what I'm, to be fair, like, it was, it was an awkward weekend. Like, the reason that I didn't even look at the event in the first place was because I'd got, uh, that was a weekend where I got my son. So I had to organise, like, childcare and stuff. I mean, I could have done if... If I'd known, like, when I thought I was going to come uh, when you had, when you had a spare ticket, I'd already started looking at organising childcare. But then when Ben wanted to go, I just said, oh, I'll just let Ben go. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of them. It's I, I got to meet people. Realistically, like, I've looked at everything that got shown off anyway mm-hmm. on the stream. Um, I'm no more hyped for Horace Heresy than I was before. Like yeah. I like the setting. It's I, I don't think I haven't. It's not. It's not like I've got looked at the game and gone, "Oh, that looks rubbish" or anything like that. It's more a case of I already have Warhammer 40k 
Kill Team, Age <laughs> of Sigmar, uh, Blood Bowl, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, Star, Star Wars, Wars Legion, Legion. <laughs> like and and a, a ton of other smaller games. Like I already have all these systems, and I don't get to play games as often as I want to. So I don't really want to invest in an, another system mm-hmm. to not right. to then not play it. Like I said, I'll probably exactly. end up painting some of the models um, at some point, just because the models do look nice. Mm-hmm. But it's more from a, a painting hobby side rather than a, a getting into a game side. Yeah, I mean, if if I were to comment on how they might improve it, uh, in the past when they've done Horus Heresy stuff, they have all the designers, um, and they're in like a room where you can walk around, see the models they've created, talk to them, or like the painters that painted them and stuff like that, and you get to find out all this interesting information about how they've done things. Um, what's the inspiration for this? Where, what was your idea? It's kind of that more a connecting element. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've overheard though, they were actually having trouble. People wanting to come in. Uh, apparently staff didn't want to come in and do it. So they couldn't actually put that kind of thing on. They, they are having staffing issues and I'm not sure if yeah. that is a general COVID world that we live in these days. Um, and I can appreciate for people that might be uh, a bit worried about health and stuff that, Mm-hmm. crowding themselves in a room of 450 people you don't know if they're like uh, not washing their hands or sticking them in places you know you know <laughs> yep yep uh, I can appreciate some people might not want to do that these days which yeah again fair yeah, enough I mean that's that, that's fair um, but I mean overall I mean you had fun um, yeah. I had fun on the Wednesday you had fun on the Saturday so regardless of like the event itself like it's it, it's enabled this sort of you know that this week of fun that we've both had mm. um so yeah i mean i guess we'll just wait and see uh when the horror series when stuff actually comes out like you will be our first protocol for uh what's happening because you're into it and i'm just sort of a vague onlooker yeah. um so yeah i guess we'll just wait and see and when stuff comes out we'll we'll have more to talk about then exactly that exactly that indeed so with that, we should probably move on to the next segment of the podcast, which is <clears throat> it's normally Elson's favourite part of the podcast. Yay! I'm not sure but about this one. We're not sure about this week, but we're going to try it. So this is the Snack Attack segment where we try your suggestions, different foods, different drinks. We try them, we have a go, we see what we think, and then we give them a whole host of ratings. And this week... We are trying. Uh, let me just. So these are Lacrids by Berler. I'm sure that's pronounced differently because this is this is a Danish confectionery and it <laughs> yeah. is it could uh, be salty. Bulo. I it, don't know. Maybe, maybe. Bulo? I'm sure Peter will correct me, but it, I'm going to say Bulo. Bulo. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to call them. If anyone wants a visual description, uh, coppery, coppery balls. Yeah, so it's it's salt, salty caramel, salty caramel chocolate coated licorice. Yeah. Now, <laughs> salty caramel, yeah. amazing. Chocolate, chocolate amazing. amazing. And then you get Lic- to licorice, and you go, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't mind licorice, um, but I just don't know about this combination. But yeah, they, these look. It's basically it's it's like a, a cylindrical tub, like a, a small Pringles tin, 
Like, mm. not a small Pringle. Like, it's like, you know the small Pringle tins you can get? It's like two of those stacked on top of each other. It's, it's uh, kind of that... like one of those tubs you used to get. Like, I don't know if you ever had these when you were a kid. You used to get, like, little plastic dinosaurs in or something like that. Yeah, a little yeah, kid's yeah. tub of, like, little plastic toys. And the stuff in it, they are all, they're like balls that look like they've been painted with a metallic paint, like a coppery colour. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's not metallic paint. I'm sure it's something else. Um, <laughs> metallic paint. But... Yeah, but that, that's what these are. So, uh, thank you, Peter, for not only suggesting suggesting these, uh, but for also sending these out. Um, Apparently, they're silly expensive. Yeah, so Pete sent these uh, to me, and then I got the Elston's set sent over to him. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Pete, for sending these out. Elston, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I mean, and I'll... as of expectations, I'm kind of... The initial smell, I'm getting the idea of chocolate raisins, but massive and coppery. So um, <laughs> let's give this a try. Pirate Queen Pickle has been upstairs for the last two, three hours. As soon as I've started talking about trying these, she has appeared uh, to okay. try on herself. So uh, temptation of food. Okay, this is kind of interesting. Right, I'm going to try one. In fact, you 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 finish chew, trying yours, and well, then I can try one. They're a little bit crispy in places. Right, okay. So they do... Mm. The smell is very nice. The smell is nice. Mm. I'm assuming they taste nice, because Pirate Queen Pickles just took like three or four. She had one and then got a handful, and then mm. it's just scampered off to go somewhere else. Oh, interesting. Um, Try one. Mm. Uh, right, okay. Well, you need to talk then while I'm trying one. Otherwise, oh, okay. it's just going right. to be chewing. So right. to give this some kind of description, initially, you kind of crunch down into it, but you can't crunch very far. It's... The center of it is chewy and not like caramel chewy. It's like something, it's licorice basically. But mm. it's not, um, it's not the kind of soury licorice that you might get. You know, you get red licorice and black licorice. Mm -hmm. Whenever you hear licorice, you kind of, your brain instantly goes to the black kind yeah. of thought, and which is a very pungent taste. And you don't really get that taste with this. Um, the I don't know. It has got that a bit in the aftertaste. It reminds yeah. me of eating sherbet dib dabs. Yeah, a little bit. Or sherbet fountain, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, um, I, I'm, I, I like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for another one. Um, well, I've eaten three. Fucking <laughs> hell. I'm, do you know what? I've been dubious about these the entire time. As soon as it was suggested, as soon as they arrived, I've been I've been super dubious about these. And I'm wondering, is this just going to be a thing where I eat one or two for the podcast and then they're just going to sit on a shelf? Hmm. These are actually really nice. Mm, right? So, I don't know how many I could eat in a row. Hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> they are... Thanks, Peter. These are these are an experience and a half. Oh, there's a little thing on the label on the side. It tells you who they were cooked by, and mine were cooked by Thor, apparently. <laughs> Can you oh. see who were yours cooked by? Oh yeah, Thor two nine five grams. Yep, that's yeah. a strange surname, isn't it? Mm. Thor. Uh, so it says on the side, it says uh, Lacrids by uh, Bula. 
is the story of passionate craftsmanship. In 2007, we created exceptional Danish licorice, and today we continue our journey of creating surprisingly surprising combinations and sens sensorial taste experiences with licorice as our core. The ambition has remained the same to inspire people around the world and spread our love for this unique Nordic flavour. That's from Johan Bulow. Mm. Interesting we um, said Thor and Loki showed up. <laughs> hey. um, so yeah, these are these are very, very nice. Um, that's a very interesting combination of flavours, mm. but I actually ended up really liking these. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should get on to doing some scoring. So, as always, we have a few different categories that we score in. So the first of which is finger residue contamination. Now, I've got nothing. Yeah, these these are going to have to be a perfect ten out of ten. Yeah, because I, I don't know if they like if you've got hot sweaty fingers, it would do something. But I think that's true for any food, really. If you've got hot sweaty, yeah, fingers. that's that's not. That's not the food's fault. That's, yeah. that's your fault for having <laughs> sweat, sweaty fingers. Um, someone's going to sound clip that. Um, so, yeah, for me, this is going to have to be a perfect 10 out of 10 because there's no residue at all, which is perfect for a wargaming snack. It means that you're not going to be getting stuff on your models. There's no, like, sugary bits. There's no flavor bits. There's nothing. So, mm. yeah, perfect 10 out of 10 for me. What mm -hmm. are you saying? Yeah, I'll go with that. Yep. yep. Uh, so next is weight to chew ratio. Now, oh, it got pretty good. You got yeah, chew I, these I, things because yeah. So there's 295 grams uh, as uh, confirmed by Thor <laughs> um, in each packet, and each piece, like there's a decent because it's licorice, so there's a decent amount of chew on it. So mm. I think, I think it's going to have to be another good scoring. I don't think it's going to be 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, oh, I'm probably going to go with eight. Yeah, I was going to go with eight. I'll like nine is borderline perfect, and I don't know if mm. you'll ever get a perfect weight to chew ratio. Like, it seems almost under weight to weight weight to chew ratio would be stuff like chewing gum, surely. Yeah, in theory, it's tiny. You chew for for days on end, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I go with a solid eight. Like, if yeah, not bordering I think, on nine. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with eight. Um, I think there's enough chew on this that you're not just gonna so like the weight to chew ratio it's stuff like it's it's how much you put in and then how long it takes you to to consume it basically mm. like this kind of makes it, chocolate is, is it last longer doesn't it yeah so it's like is it are you going to spend time chewing like one piece or is it just going to be where you have to cram loads and loads in sort of thing and i think yeah eight is a good score i think for me mm. for that yeah um the third category that we score on is the oil index um not particularly oily, I don't think. No, no. Um, I've not noticed anything. No, um, I don't know how many I could eat. So, um, I'm, I'm a little bit dubious about the oil index because it doesn't seem bad, but yeah, oil index was always kind of designated for crisps, really. Um, but I think this thing, it might make you feel a bit sickly after a while. Possibly, I don't know. If this is yeah, this is, I don't it, think I could eat right. So that's the, but that that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, like, no, no, I don't think I could eat this entire packet. No, and uh, like, I've had, I've had, uh, I've eaten four. Yep, same as and and I, and I think I think that's that's, kind of, that's enough. Yeah, kind of that's thing. enough. Yeah, I don't need to eat any more than that. I mean, part of that might be because I've just started dieting. Like the first like <laughs> one of the first like sweetie like treat things I've had in a few days. Yeah, right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I think but that's good because it means that the packet will last longer. It means you don't have to buy another one. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm happy enough with that. So I think oil, oil index wise, I think I'm probably going to score it a seven. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go six only because I'm not entirely sure on these. But I have to give this a little bit of a caveat: the fact that. That is a brand new experience. <laughs> yeah, I that think I think new. we need to. Um, what we need to do really is is revisit the oil index. Mm, uh, maybe we ju- maybe we just keep that for crisps. Yeah, um, because it's not always applicable for everything. Yeah, true. Um, because it's sort of anything like we've said, like Harry is a bit oily and stuff. But then that would come under finger residue, I guess. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. So maybe we maybe we just reserve the oil index for crisps, um, yeah. where where that sort of thing is a a, a factor where applicable. Um, yeah. Uh, so overall scores. Um, I'm gonna, I'm where gonna, are you sitting with these? Um, you can't. Well, as a snack, they're interesting. Like if we're talking wargaming snacks, um, as as you said, you can have about four, and then you kind of don't really want to eat any more. It's not necessarily mm. as bad. You just it's enough. And it kind it's of... a very it's a very strong combination of flavors. Mm, yeah. I think as as a general food thing, like as a treat, I have a couple of these. Brilliant. Yeah. As a war gaming snack, like you I mean, we all know how long games of forty k like forty k takes like an hour to set up. Never mind play, <laughs> right? It, so, I, like, I don't is this you... something that you would be able to nibble on all the way through? I, I think as well because also we know how much the price of these things are. And what is it, twenty seven quid a tub? They're, yeah, they're like twenty seven pounds each. Like, which, for which a basically tub. works out. I think they're about almost either fifty p to a pound for a ball. Yeah, which is a, a little bit on the insane. I mean, we're war gamers, so excessive spending on <laughs> non essential <laughs> things is kind of our thing. But yeah. yeah. So I think I think realistically, like as a food thing by itself, I love it. Mm. Like these these are really really nice, a nice treat. Have a tub of these, and you know you have one every now and then, a couple every now and then while you sat doing something. Yeah. As a war gaming snack, I think uh, maybe they're cheaper in Denmark. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it's maybe it's just the import part like over here, but I think the price, the how much you're able to eat in one go. Um, Sort of thing. I think maybe not the best for wargaming snacks. Yeah, so I'm probably going to give it a score of. Uh, I want to say six or seven. I think. I, um, I, I'm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go low. I'm going to go five. You go uh, five. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for six. Then I think. Yeah. I'm, I, as I'm, a wargaming snack. Yes. Like, so that's we. That, that that's that's the thing. We we rate things as. Wargaming snacks, not just on how nice the snack itself is. So it, this is no detriment to, to the food itself. It These is, are absolutely it, delicious. Yeah, they are amazing. But um, but yeah, it's as a wargaming food, I want something cheap. I want something that I can pick up easily. I mean, I do. Um, I do like the tubs they come in for wargaming food. I really like the tubs because the like, tubs are nice because they're resealable. Um, yeah, it's a nice sort of size. Yeah, like, like if you had a tub like that of Maltesers. Yeah. Like, It'd be, I'll be, I'll be on it. Um, but yeah, those... but then like they, they would just, they would just go. Yeah, yeah. The Maltese has just disappeared. So yeah, as, that's that's my score then. Wargaming snack. It's a six out of ten, which is still not a bad score. Mm. Um, it's just the, some of the some of the things that you have to consider do drag it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but either way, these are absolutely delicious, and a massive, massive thank you to Peter. Yeah, um, so good, dude. So for, for sending so these good. out. 
Um, yeah, mass- massively Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. If you want to suggest anything for us to try, we have got a few more suggestions to go through over on the Discord. But if you've got anything that you want us to try, whether it's a food, a drink, whatever, chuck it in the suggestions channel over on Discord. There's a link down below the description, and we are working our way through them and trying each one uh, each episode. So drop them on over there. Mm-hmm. And now we are on to the final topic of the show, which is the story time segment. Yay! Um, so this week, uh, I believe, Elston, you are wanting to talk to us about a, a favourite of yours. Yeah. So I will hand over to you. Yeah, so a little bit controversial this week. Uh, the book uh, I'm going to suggest or tell you about is nothing to do with Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, or anything to do with Games Workshop or Wargaming at all. To be honest with you, it is, it is a fantasy book. Um, it is uh, it's by Adrian Tchaikovsky. And it is part of a series called Shadows of the Apt. Uh, it's book one in the series called uh, The Empire of Black and Gold. Um, if you want a brief synopsis of this, instead of humans evolving from monkeys, we the humans in this evolved from insects. So, let right. me sink in for a moment. So, now, because they've all evolved from insects, they've all picked up different traits. Um, also to set the scene as well, you're talking, um, sort of semi-feudal going into the steampunk era of technology. So, uh, bows, swords, shields, stuff like that, uh, crossbows, but they're starting to invent stuff like pistols and rifles and stuff like that. And they've got like steam powered engines. They've got airships. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, time but uh, anyone that's kind of familiar with the feudal steampunky you kind of know the picture uh the most interesting thing about the whole concept of it is as i said uh humans evolve from insects instead of um monkeys now each insect has left its own trait on a particular human so for example you would have the ant colony so ant colonies, uh, they they all have gifts. So all the depending on the insect you evolve from, you would inherit certain gifts from that. Or they call it art. Um, so for ants, they are a warlike faction, but they are all telepathic. So they all talk to each other. So if you were ever to walk into an ant city, you would hear no one talking because they're all talking inside their heads. They become very warlike, though, because they are very, very good at maneuvering and repositioning the battle without having to say anything. Um, So those are like ants. Uh, Beetles are more like worker class. They're incredibly tough. They invent things. They build things. Not necessarily so much of a warring faction. But you also get the wasps. Now, wasps can fly. They basically have little wings that pop out, and they can fly. Uh, They can shoot fireballs out of their hands. Uh, called stings nice yeah right um the list goes on i mean you get stuff like mantis where they're basically they have little spines which come out of their arms uh sometimes they have wings you have moth kingdom which are kind of like druids that can't really see in the day they see a night they can fly as well um you get spider kingdom who are all like seductive and trickery and they play things um it's this really interesting concept of 
what has happened in this world is the Wasp Empire is growing, is becoming this monstrous force, and it's set to invade the area um, called the Lowlands. Um, if you can imagine, like, two big continents, the Wasps have taken over the eastern continent, there's the western continent, they're trying to take it over, that's where the Lowlands live. The Lowlands is home to a place called Collegium, which is basically mm -hmm. a college of beetles and other kindons, and it's a, a place where everyone is recognized. It doesn't matter who you are, if you're a half-breed, pure-blood, or anything like that, all the different races, they all mix, they all invent, they are pushing forward technology. And the concept is the wasps are coming in to invade, so they have to find a way to deal with it, and it becomes an intrigue of spy games, um sort of assaults how to deal with invasions uh the evolution of technology and how does that affect a feudal society so for example when the the first gun appears everyone's freaking out because they've never seen anything like it and no one has any idea of how to stop it and it is this really interesting book series i'm on book seven or eight of it wow. and it is it is generally a really intriguing thing. Um, I, I really quite enjoy it. Um, my, my Meg, my partner, she started reading it first, and I read it after that, and I've been hooked. Um, yeah, the books go on. Uh, you meet different kindons. Kindons are the different insect types. Um, so, for example, fly kindon, really small people, but they fly and they nip about all the time. They're messengers. And it's... I, I can't really spoil too much about it, but... The, the main protagonist is a guy called Stemworld Maker, who was a kind of spymaster back in the day. He's now become an old college professor, and he's brought back into being a spymaster again. And he has to recruit people to become his spies and help defend against the invading empire. Um, it, I, I'm having a hard time selling it because it's just a good book at the end of the day. Um, I can't relate it to a wargaming thing, so I have to go on its own merits and what this book is about. And all I can say is it's a good book. It's a good book series. It's full of intrigue. There's uh, a, a thing which I love in books, which a lot of people might find horrifying, is main characters getting killed off. Um, I think it's a necessity so you find an attachment to someone and then they get killed off and it creates mm -hmm. such more of an intrigue in the book because it makes you realize that there's not plot armor which protects all of these people in the book it's like it's fair game to everyone um another book which is another book series which is brilliant for that is gaunt's ghost which is a 40k one um I really enjoy books where there is the real possibility of death and there's not not everyone's a superhero, unless they are a superhero, in which case I really like them to be messed up in the head because it's really fun when a superhero goes wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Empire of Black and Gold, uh, part of the Shadows of the Apps book series by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Give it a read if you get a chance. Listen to it on Audible. It's on Audible. Worth a punt. I'd say so. Let me know in the comments if you don't think so. But I'd say give it a chance if you've got the opportunity. Cool. Well, I mean, that sounds that sounds pretty pretty cool to be honest. I'm definitely going to have a look at that. Um, I'll probably just pick up the actual books rather than on Audacity, mm. uh, just because I like reading books. Mm. Um, might be a while. Um, I'm, I've started reading the uh, the Tomb of Fire. 
trilogy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting one. Term, term of Fire. Yeah. Term the, of Fire. First, book, first couple of books are great. Third book, I got lost with it. it was well, weird. from the four pages that I've read so far, I'm enjoying it. Um, nice. Not, I've, I've not had much time to read recently. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm on that at the minute. So, um, And other than that, I've been reading uh, Spider-Man. Uh, comics. I'm almost up to date with all the Spider-Man comics. Nice. Uh, when I get paid at the end of the month, I should be able to get the last couple that brings me fully up to date. Then, so looking forward to that. Nice. Um, but that was uh, that was Elston's recommendation for this week's story time. Mm. Um, I'll put a link to. I'll make sure to name it and stuff in the uh, show notes and the description and stuff, so you can check it out. Yep. I'm, and with that, it, oh, go on. Oh, I was just going to mention before. Um, for next story time, whether or not you get a chance, pickle, but I'm gonna aim to get Eisenhorn on next story time, book one of Eisenhorn, because oh my god, um, okay, yeah. Uh, have you ever read Eisenhorn, pickle? I have not. No, oh, right, yeah, you're in for a treat. Yeah, I will get Eisenhorn reread, and that will be on next story time. Cool. Fantastic. And with that, it brings us to the end of the podcast. We've done it. We've done another show all the way through, and we've had a lovely time. And I hope that you guys have too. Um, If you want to uh, support us, the best way to do it is just to carry on listening to the podcast or watching the video version on YouTube, which is essentially an audio version with some nice pictures to go along with it. Um, Share it out with your friends. Share it out with anyone that you think would enjoy it and just sort of spread the word. Users like tag us, uh, share us on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Uh, just, you know, just let's get the word out there and get this show uh, in front of more people. Yeah. Uh, Elston, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? People can find me on my YouTube channel, Elston Nation. Uh, there is a Facebook page called Elston Nation's Minis. And. Uh, yeah, you can find me usually in Pickles Discord, floating around somewhere. Um, if you do want to contact me about anything, just ping us a message and let us know. Where can they find you, oh, Captain Pickle? Uh, you can find me over on my YouTube channel, The Pickle Jar, or on my live stream channel, which is Pickle Vision. I live stream every Wednesday evening and every other Sunday morning. Um, we're usually talking about something to do with miniatures or something vaguely related to wargaming or sometimes painting. Um, and I release videos on the main channel usually every couple of weeks. Um, as well as that, you can find me over on my Discord server, link down below in the description, where I'm usually trying my best to hang out with everyone uh, that is on there. Um, you can also catch rare glimpses of me over on Geek Gaming Scenics, which is my full-time job. Mm. Um, so make sure to go and check that out as well. And with that, that's the end of the episode. So that thank you very much. That'd be the end. That'd be the end. So thank you very much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you in the next episode. And now we've got to find a way to end the podcast. Now we need to find a way to end the podcast. Maybe we should ask for suggestions for, to end it as well. I mean, there's always the stop button. I mean, the stop button is a very good way to stop. That, that is true. We could We could do that. All we have to do is press stop and then let the beat drop.